G'day and welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode 765, my solo rant, a chance for me to have a little ramble. I'm revisiting a blog I wrote back in 2015 titled A Kick-Ass Year. I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is my solo rant, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you're freaking well. Hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a kick-ass day. The title of this blog was actually a kick-ass year. I was a big fan back in 2015. Uh, I was listening to the David T.S. Wood podcast called, called Kick-Ass Life. Man, I love that podcast. That's where my podcast journey really started. And my journey into personal development started there as well. So some time ago now, actually it's not really that long ago, but geez, a lot has changed since then as well. So it just goes to show our personal development can really uh, alter your life if you start really consuming that information, that good, healthy, motivational information um, and advice, practical life skills to really get you out of the funk and shake things up, what can change and what can come from it as well. The battle hasn't um, been completed yet, it's still going, I'm still facing some challenges but man, it's good, it feels good. So guys, this is a blog post I wrote back then in 20. 15 and it was actually about resolutions and um, I actually started with resolutions. Ha! What resolutions? And it's so true, like I used to write resolutions all the time. I had no idea. I used to just sit there and say, okay, next this year I'm going to do this, this, this and this. I'm going to really help myself in, in this way. And it's all going to start on the 1st of January. And I often found myself not achieving too much really on that, that wish list. And it's perhaps because I didn't have the right plan or the right ideas about how all this stuff worked. I've learned a heck of a lot since then. And one thing I know is that for most of us, when we write those lists on the 1st of January, we begin and we start and just like baseball, we, we try, we're trying to hit a home run straight away. And uh, many of us don't get to third base, let alone second base. And um, we find ourselves reverting back to our old ways very quickly. And I've actually found myself doing that again this year. This is um, by the time I'm recording and launching this is about May, so we're you know, a bit over a third of the way through. And you know, I found myself slipping in, in many areas too that I didn't want to slip. So it's a good time to sort of revisit these things. But what I think is important, there's no better time than now to make change. There is no better time than now to make a decision to do something different in your life, to do something that you want to do. If you really have a dream, if you have an ambition to finish a project, whatever it might be, now is the time to get started on that. I think the best thing about having a date like the 1st of January is it helps helps many of us mentally prepare for that date. We can build our mental resilience up and then when that date starts, it really puts us in a good mind frame. And I use this little tactic often. I give myself a day. I say, okay, that's gotta be the day. And sometimes I find myself saying that's the day and then it never happens. And actually sometimes, often enough that happens, but what I realized, I can just hear my chickens going off there. I apologize, guys, if that's coming through your end and annoying you. But my chook is just laying an egg outside my window here. Happy chooks, happy life. Anyway, back to the point. Having that date is, is really important sometimes for mental preparation. So like by all means, set a date, but don't wait for too long to make that change. Don't wait too long to make those decisions to get a start. I think it's really, really important. In this blog post in particular, I wrote 16 rules that can help make 2015 great. And I'm just going to read these rules. I haven't actually revisited what I wrote um, in each of these rules, but I'm just going to revisit each of these rules and have a little bit of a ramble on them uh, off the cuff right here today on this show. 
So I don't know if there's 16 rules anyway, but I think these rules, hopefully they, they still apply to how we can really make our, our rest of the year great. If you're listening to this now in May, how can we make the rest of the year great? And it's really timely for me because I'm just um, starting to rewire things here and put some priorities back into place, cancel some other things out and just get a bit more focused back on the game. I haven't totally slipped. There's just been a few things where I haven't quite met where I wanted to meet. So it's a real good time to rejig things up, to reassess what worked well, what didn't work. What do I need to keep doing? What do I need to do better? What could I remove entirely? How can I make this process as simple as possible to get the most out of the year? I think that's really important. The first one I wrote in this blog post was gratitude. Gratitude. It's so easy to dwell on the things that we don't have. It's so easy to focus on the dreams that we have not yet reached. It is so easy to look at what others are achieving and compare ourselves to everyone else. But it's important to really try not to do that. It's important to think about everything that you have to be grateful for. Think about everything that you've achieved so far. I think it's important to be very self-critical and you know, give yourself a slap and a kick in the bum from time to time. But reassure yourself too. You know, Thank you for all your hard work. Thank yourself for all that you've achieved so far. Thank yourself for being kind. Thank yourself for the, the good things in life that you have, the family members that you have, the love that you have, the food that you have, you know, the, the house that you have, the community that you live in. Be grateful for all these things. Because when we're grateful, we can stop focusing on all that other stuff. We can still do the hard work that we have to do. We can still do that painful activity that might cause us a little bit of challenge and adversity and, and face those fears. But when we're grateful, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as we're doing the right activities and we're measuring and we're moving forward in a positive direction, if we're grateful for what we've got, those good things will come. Hard work pays off. People with good intent get good things. So I think that's what gratitude is all about. The next one was just do something every day. Really important to just get up and do something every day. Um, And I think it's about keeping it simple here as well. So get out of bed, go for a jog. Just do something every day towards that goal or that objective in your life. You know, for me, back in real estate, it's, I knew it was going to be a challenge getting back started in a new area, but you've got to do it every day. You've got to get up. You've got to know your why. You've got to know why you're doing it, but then you've just got to get up and do it. So for me, it's prospecting, you know, getting on the phones, doing a couple of hours of calls, connecting with people. You've got to do something every day. So no matter what area of your life you're focusing on, whether it's your relationships, your career, your finances, your health, do something every day. James Altucher talks about themes in his life. So he has themes whereby he'll say, well, what am I doing about my health today? What am I doing about my creativity today? What am I doing about my, uh, you know, whatever it might be for you. So I think that's really important. Focus on, focus on doing something every day. Go first and try not to procrastinate. Try not to procrastinate. Just don't procrastinate. It's easy to procrastinate. I get that. If you're procrastinating, you've got to ask yourself why. Because sometimes you procrastinate and it's a good reason to just sit there and, and assess the situation. Maybe you're procrastinating because the thing that you're procrastinating over isn't really something you need to be doing. Or maybe you're procrastinating because you really haven't figured out what exactly you need to be doing. And maybe that's a good reason to procrastinate. But other than that, if it is something that you really want to do, and it's available to do now, and there's nothing that steps in front of you, get up and do it. And like Brian Tracy says, eat that frog. Do the hardest thing first every day. Um, and that'll help you procrastination if you just get into it. I think for many of us, um, 
You know, getting started is the hardest part. It seems that way anyway. Actually, finishing is probably the harder part. But once we get started, it's easy to get momentum. So it's just about going first and, and giving it a go. Small acts of kindness. This is a nice one. It's like being grateful. It's like showing some gratitude. Just being nice to people, you know, giving someone a compliment, uh, helping someone with the groceries, um, you know, to their car, you know, whatever it might be. Just do something nice every day. Uh, and do something nice for yourself every day as well. Reward yourself. I actually like to come home and uh, fill up a pot of chamomile tea and sit there with a book. Or sometimes I like to watch a uh, Netflix series. The Game of Thrones just came back the last season. And so me and my wife will sit there and watch an episode of that. That's um, doing something nice for myself. But it's also important to do nice things for other people as well. Learn. This is by far one of the greatest things we can do to benefit ourselves every day. Learn something new. Read a book. Uh, listen to a podcast. There's so much content out there. Uh, it's so easy to find stuff that interests you. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Learn something every day. Be silly. Have a little bit of fun. Have a laugh. Um, it's it's really important to do that too. Um, I, for one, know I take things too seriously at times. So it's important to just relax a little bit and just enjoy the ride as well. And don't take it too seriously. I think as I've aged, even over the last several years, even over the last few years since I wrote this blog, I've allowed myself to relax a bit more and not taken everything so seriously. Because at the end of the day, at the end of my life, for what I'm doing now, it doesn't have a major impact. Yes, for now, it impacts my family, my life, my health and all that stuff. But really, it's it's not going to make a big result, a dint in the world, you know, for what I do. It's not all that serious. It's just living, you know, it's just living life. So I've got to enjoy it. And if I'm not enjoying it, then why? What's it all for? So find ways to enjoy it. Find ways to just relax and enjoy the process. So I think it's easier said than done, of course. But really, you know, take the pressure of yourself, you know, just do the job and enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. I think that's what it's all about. And that's where happiness comes from, in the process, not in the result, not in the destination. It comes from the process. So it's important to find joy in that process. Uh, in the words of Taylor Swift, shake it off. There you go. That uh, must have been the time it came out. Shake it off. I think um, often um, we let things wind us up too much. You know, If you've um, had some bad news come through about relationship, maybe someone in your family and ill health, Maybe some career piece of news. Uh, maybe someone's said something about you that you think wasn't quite fair. Maybe someone cut you off in the traffic. Whatever it is, shake it off. Don't let it hold you back. Man, these things can really make our blood boil and sometimes it gets to us so much that it affects our happiness. It affects our productivity and it really has nothing to do with us if you really think about it. Um, so I think sometimes it's, it's good in these moments just to go for a walk, get a bit of fresh air, take your mind somewhere else and try and just shake it off. Um, I'm sure if we do that sort of thing, um, you can move forward more quickly in life. And I've become better at that. I think mindfulness and meditation are really good practices to help us um, become more aware and not let these things affect us so much. Because when we find attachment to these things that annoy us, they, they tend to continue to annoy us for longer than they actually should. And perhaps for unnecessary reasons altogether. Kids laugh around 300 times a day, but as adults, we are laughing about five times a day. So there's a challenge. Be more like children. Keep that play alive. I've just talked about that as well. So I think, um, you know, what, what can we do there? We can maybe listen to some comedy videos. Maybe we can play with our kids a little bit more. 
maybe we can play with each other a bit more, you know, and be a bit more childish in what we do. You know, I, I have two young kids, so it's, it's a good reminder to how to be childish. You know, when we go for a walk, they're always wanting to walk on the, on the rocks at the side path or on the wall at the side path. So I have to join them, don't I? You have to get up there and do these things, you know, have a little bit of a dance, um, make a joke, you know, say something silly, um, whatever it might be, try and find ways to bring laughter more into your life. Um, be honest and congruent, say and do. I mean, I think this is important. If you say you're going to do something, just do it. Um, and you build this muscle. I certainly have over the last um, five years. This morning, I went for a swim, said I had to get in the water and do 5Ks. I did my 5Ks. There's a few extra things that helped me there. But, you know, if you say you're going to do something, just do it. Um, yes, there's times where for whatever reason, you just can't do it. Don't beat yourself up if there's just something that's actually stopped you from being able to do it. Like, for example, if you suddenly got a really bad sore knee or cramp or something that stopped you from doing that swim, then, you know, so be it. But don't let your mind tell you what to do. You have control over your mind. Don't negotiate with with your mind. So if you're ready to get on the phones, if you're ready to go out there and call that person or start that project, you know, commit to it and do it. If you say to someone that you're going to go somewhere, then commit to it, you know, go through with it. If you really need to pull out, then, you know, with good intent and genuine, honest care, let them know that you have to pull out. But for whatever reason is, I think the best thing we can do is when we say we're going to do something, really do it. And yes, sometimes you're not going to be able to do it. Don't beat yourself up. But the more we try and practice this muscle, of being congruent with what we say and do, the more strength we'll find in being able to do that moving forward as well for the harder challenges. Sacrifice for gain. Um, this is a tough one. This really is a tough one. Now, this is um, something I think we need to find a balance with. You know, I think we can find joy in everything we do every day. I don't think we need to sacrifice the joy in today to find joy later on. I think we need to find joy in what we're doing now. But sometimes we need to sacrifice um, some of the things that we might have now, you know, maybe we don't need to buy that house yet. Maybe we can keep working hard and putting our money into something else that's going to help us more uh, financially down the track. That is sort of sacrificing to gain. Maybe we can find joy in doing something other than spending $150 on a dinner and a movie ticket this weekend. Maybe we could go for a hike instead, which is free. You know, that's sacrifice for gain. There's certain things that we can sacrifice today um, to have greater gain later on. And I think the problem is that we all want everything now and that sort of society that we live in is actually not really good. And I think the stoic practice is to sometimes put yourself into um, some sort of fast, you know, um, like throwing yourself without food for a day and see how you feel. Go through that discomfort of, of being without that sacrifice. And uh, then when you have it, you feel more grateful for it and uh, you can enjoy that gain later on as well. Um, I don't know how the Stoic relates to sacrifice for gain, but I'm sure it does. I'm sure there's some relevance there as well. Nothing comes for free. It requires dedication and work. Um, that's absolutely true. You need to do the work um, to get to where you want to go. And there's been so many times where I've been hoodwinked or inspired and motivated to do something that I thought, oh, that's going to be an easy win. It's never, never been the case. The best wins I've had is when I've really put my full effort into it. Um, next one is always do more, give 100% and choose your attitude. There's a few things in there really, um, but always go above and beyond in what you do. You know, whatever you do, try and do the next best thing. 
don't cut corners on yourself. Don't shortchange yourself because that's who you're really shortchanging. You're not shortchanging anyone else but yourself. So always give that little bit more in whatever you do. So whether it's serving a client, give that little bit extra. Give that little bit of extra attention, care to that person. If there's someone in your life, give that little bit of extra attention and care. If there's um, something that you're doing for your family, like cooking dinner, put a little bit of extra twist to it tonight. You know, Make it a little bit more special. Do something to make it a little bit more unique. Do a little bit more. If you're going to a dinner party, help wash the dishes, help pack the dishes up. Always try and do a little bit more. Give you 100%. And um, choose your attitude. You know, don't be so grumpy about everything. Um, you can find more joy in that process than the opposite process of thinking, uh, "Why should I? I'm too tired." You know, when you give, people notice that. When you when you make people feel good, people notice that. So that's what that's all about. Forgive and don't hold grudges. Um, this is a hard one for for many of us, um, but forgiveness is is a really good thing um, because what did David Wood used to say? He used to say that um, you know, holding grudges. Um, on on other people is like like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I think it was something like that, and it's so true. You know, when we when we hold these grudges to people and we don't forgive people, um, it's not doing anything to solve the problem. We're actually the ones that are causing our own pain, and we're expecting them to feel that somehow as well, which they don't. You know, it doesn't help at all. So, show kindness and forgiveness. You know, people make mistakes, people do the wrong things. We all have done the wrong things. We've also um, we've always we've all been that person that's done the wrong thing by others as well, and um, I'm sure we've been forgiven at time as well. So you know, try and practice forgiveness. It's no point of holding on to grudges, and um, and expecting um, you know things to to mend from that. It's best to to forgive, and that's when things can really start to mend. Geez, these um these keep going, don't they? The next one was dream big, dream big. I think it's really important to dream big, um, but then you know. Set your goals realistic to where you are now. So have big dreams and big visions of your future, but then your goals need to be aligned with where you are now. So, you know, if you have a big dream to buy this big mansion house and you have $0 in the bank account right now, well, set your goals to where you are now and keep moving towards that big dream. It might be five years, it might be 10 years. Have that big dream because that gives you a lot of inspiration. I know um, Gary Vio, I'm listening to a lot of now, to buy the, the jets. Um, that's his big dream, you know? Um, but he's, he's not doing it straight away. That's just his big dream. That's something just to give him a little bit more of a purpose. It's like having a bucket list. You know, These bucket list items are usually big dreams, but not everything on that bucket list we can achieve right now for whatever reason. So we have to have little steps towards you know, achieving each one of those. So it's important to have those big dreams. Absolutely, it's, uh, it's fundamental. Plan and execute. I think it's always important to plan and then also execute. Don't forfeit the plan and just start executing because... It doesn't always work out as effectively as it otherwise could. Make sure the plan's there. And likewise, don't set a plan, then not execute. I mean, there's so many times that we have this great vision, this big dream, then we put a plan together, and then we don't go out there and do what we had to do. We don't do the work. Goes back to that earlier point I said, we have to do the work. We have to execute on our plans to get the results. Say yes more. Say yes to opportunities. Um, This was one from David Wood too. Um, that he used to say a lot, you know, say yes, stop saying no all the time. You know, if you get invited out, say yes. If you, if you, um, you know, if, if someone wants help, say yes, you can. Always, you know, try and say yes. We get told no so many times in our lives um, that we start to say no more as well. But if we can say yes more, 
we'll open ourselves to more opportunities. And look, for whatever reason, if you say yes and then you can't do it closer to the date, let the person know. That's fine. Um, but just try and get into the practice of saying yes more. That's what this rule is all about um, to really help us achieve our goals because you never know what opportunities lie around the corner. Find your triggers. Um, this is a really important one. Do things that are going to get you going. Um, it's it's a really you know good thing to have and there's many triggers that you might have like having that first cup of coffee. That's coffee in the morning. That's a trigger for a lot of people. Having a cold shower, that's a uh, trigger for me. It just gets me... Um, feeling really elated and, and um, makes me energetic. Going for a jog or a swim in the morning, that's a trigger for me. You know, these certain activities um, can be just little little moments that can really trigger us off to being more productive. Before you're getting into a, a task, you know, you might listen to a, a quick um, song that gets you inspired. Whatever it might be, find these little triggers to really get you started in a better, more positive manner. Celebrate the wins. It's always important to celebrate the wins. It's about being grateful, I think, as well. You know, celebrate the wins that you've had throughout the day. You know, look back on your day. What did I win? Where did I, you know, go wrong? What could I do better? But yeah, what did I What did I do well at? You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Celebrate the wins and um, enjoy those moments of those wins as well. So I guess that's it, guys, for the uh, rules of having a kick-ass year. What did you think of that? I don't know. It was a little bit different, wasn't it? Um, I'm going to put this blog post up online as well, so you can have a full read of that if you like. And um, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing here because I'm just having a quick look over it. There was a few edits, um, a few errors in that original blog post as well. So I'll put that up there. It'll be uh, a kick-ass year at thehiddenwhy.com, episode 765. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Cheers, guys. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.